Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. Uh, Going to have a, a different start to the show this week. Uh, we pre- we've already recorded the show, of course. Uh, we normally do it on Thursdays. Unfortunately, this week we had to go uh, a day earlier. We, earlier. we talk about this on the show, uh, and that's fine. But um, unfortunately, uh, we got bad news uh, that broke um, on Thursday about Daphne Unger, real name Shannon Claire Spruill. And basically uh, a shock to the wrestling world, devastating uh, to me. I was a big fan of Daphne uh, in WCW with Crowbar. And the angle with David Flair, um, they had a tag match, Crowbar and her versus Chris Candido and Sonny, uh, uh, Tammy Sitch uh, at the time. But yeah, and her stuff in TNA Impact as the governor, I thought was hilarious. And I remember when it first happened, I didn't know it was her. And then they come back the next week and they, there's Dr. Stevie's office and she's in there and it's, it's like, Oh wow, that that's Daphne. Oh my goodness. Um, and I was, I was just uh, smitten and, and loved it. I loved the angle and uh, I liked her character a lot. Um, and it's just a really sad day. Um, if you go to the news sites, you can find out the better details, but uh, she had, done an Instagram live video and um, was basically talking about suicide and people were trying to reach out to her throughout the night, but the reports came down this morning that she was found deceased. And I just want to say thoughts and prayers out to uh, the entire wrestling community, her family, her friends, loved ones, Anyone who cared about her, I know this, there's just no words. Um, And I really didn't prepare what I was going to say uh, about this, but uh, this one hit me uh, pretty hard. And I just want to say to anybody listening out there, if there are problems, if you have issues, please reach out. People will help. There are people out there. You're not alone. Um, the National Suicide Prevention Life Prevention Lifeline, uh, 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Remember, you're not alone. Uh, reach out if you need help. Um, the show is going to go on. I'm sorry that I started on a down note, but uh, just rest in peace, Daphne. Um, you were ahead of your time and a pioneer, a pioneer and just a, a badass chick. So, um, you're going to be missed. We love you. Hey everybody. Welcome back to positively wrestling. I'm Tim Kennard and joining me as always, he is the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the hmm, anaconda to my King Cobra. If you're going to compare me to a snake, 
I'll take the anaconda. All right. All right. Kind of a, a roundabout Jake's the snake reference there. Cause he had right. both of I, those as snakes, I believe in his, uh, I thought there makes a lot, but okay. Well, okay. Or, or you could have said, um, uh, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> ah, yes, it's true. But uh, Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, we are back this week again with positively wrestling and, uh, Guess what, Steve? Oh, oh. Um uh you finally got that Shawn Michaels figure with removable pants. Um I guess technically yes, but no, that's not oh. what I'm referring to. Oh, okay. I don't know. We got an email. Whoa, what? POS WrestleCast <laughs> right. at gmail.com. That's how well, you it's an easy address to remember. That's right. We got mm-hmm. an email and I uh, just want to pull it up real quick. Quick shout out. I didn't know this. I yeah, did not know I, this. I didn't All tell right. you until now, but uh, Robbie sent us an email, said, what up, boys? Great show every week. Some I agree with, some I don't. Um, keep up the good work, guys. My favorite segment is the three count. We appreciate the email, Robbie, and giving him a quick shout out. He does a music podcast, oh, cool. um, which I checked out. It was really cool. His latest episode, he was doing uh, his top 10 favorite uh, Post Malone songs mm-hmm. and gearing up for Lollapalooza season uh and you can check him out at uh spreaker.com uh slash show slash robbie dash g dash show so give him a listen check him out thank you again for the support robbie we do appreciate it thanks for the email anybody else hey send us send us some email show us some love you know what i'm saying give us some feedback we do do appreciate it um, we do we do uh, but yeah, yeah. so uh, Thank, yeah, thanks, Rob. Does does he talk any about uh, Sir Mix a lot or Nicki Minaj? I could be a guest. Uh, hey, there you go, there you go, Robbie. Keep us in mind. We love yeah. music. Anyway, <laughs> I have a music minor. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. That is very true. Yeah. And um, so, uh, so you've had a good week. Good week. I've had a good week. All yeah. right, excellent. Good That's week. what we like to hear. Positive. It's positively wrestling. We like to be positive. Yeah. But, uh, and Robbie, know, we're wrestling fans. We're wrestling fans. So we love a good ass kicking. That's right. And I just watched one as my 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 college girls soccer team just kicked some ass and won their first match. Three nothing. There you go. Congratulations. Just ended a few minutes ago. Proud of them. Yeah. Domination. That's you gotta right. Love it. But uh, Robbie made mention of the three count. And hey, that's how we kick the show off every week. So we've got our three count. This time it was your challenge. And it was uh, the challenge of your three favorite wrestling shows. Um, And again, we mean actual wrestling programs, not shows based on wrestling, like Stars Heel show that's out. um, Stuff like that. WWE uh, Slam City for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right wow not a reference i thought we'd make all right hey, you gotta throw it out there uh but yeah so you did the challenge we're doing our top three i guess i kick it off and number three is tna impact really yes i was absolutely enthralled with tna impact when it first started um and that's why i, I stress tna i mean when they stopped doing their like weekly pay-per-view kind of show thing they were doing mm-hmm. and went to actually having the show and i believe i believe tnn is who had them initially if i remember correctly um but i i just loved that version of impact it was something new it was something fresh uh with the ring and a lot of at the time to me very unknown talent even though they did have some former wwe wcw performers sprinkled in there as well 
Um, but being introduced to AJ Styles, who I've been a fan of since those days, uh, I really, really just enjoyed watching TNA Impact. They, Gail Kim. Gail I mean. Kim. Uh, their knockouts division at one point was the best female division in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because WWE was stuck on the divas. Yeah. Kind the of IKB thing. stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at one point they definitely had the best uh, women's wrestlers on TV. For sure. Um, but yeah, so that's why it's my number three. All right. Excellent. Didn't see that coming, but I get it. Um, not going to be on my list, though. Number three for me, as I'm deciding right now, as the words are coming out of my mouth, is definitely WWE SmackDown. All right. SmackDown's getting a nod here. Um, as with any show that's been going as long as SmackDown has, there have been its, its good times and its bad times. But I think for SmackDown, I think there's been, it's been consistently pretty good throughout the course of its run. Um, and at times it's been downright amazing when we had the SmackDown six yeah. back in the day, that was probably the height of it. I think right now over the last year, it's been tremendous. Definitely the number uh, one WWE program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think they often, for whatever reason, whether it's by design or just by chance tend to put a lot of just the best in ring performers on SmackDown rather than raw. And again, I don't know if it's, on purpose, but that's how it often ends up. And um, they've still got the entertainment aspect of it. Um, but I don't know, the in-ring performances, the matches just have always seemed to be consistently really good on SmackDown. And um, I can't think of a time when I hated SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, from week to week. Um, you know, maybe a week here and there wasn't good, but from week to week to week, I can't think of a time where I was like, man, SmackDown's just really awful right now. Um, so I, I generally love their roster. Um, I think keeping it at two hours has benefited it as well. There was a time I didn't get to watch it when it was on my network TV. I didn't have access to it. Oh, that's right. I forgot that they were on my network TV for a while. I still don't have my network TV. (laughs) Does it even exist? I don't, I don't don't know that it exists. It may have, or could have had a name change that I'm just unaware of, Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't, I don't think it's around anymore. We could be and, wrong. If you know out there, send us an email. Let us know. Yeah, well, I mean, we could search, I guess, if we cared that much. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, really, when it first started, I didn't have access to it because we didn't have UPN either. Yeah. Um, I think you had it through satellite access. Yes. If I remember yes. right. I did have UPN through satellite, so I was able to watch it mm-hmm. um, for a and while would, at least. And I would come to your house to watch it some. I remember. I remember Oh, that's right. Watching yeah. the, fir- the very first episode at your house. That's right. Um, yeah. So there's there have been periods where I've not gotten to watch it, but thankfully those days are done and I really enjoy SmackDown and pretty much always have. Excellent. Excellent choice at number three. Um, didn't make my list, but it easily could have. Uh, I've always thought SmackDown is a tremendous show. I agree with you on all points there um, that consistently, you know, it's had probably... Uh, between it and raw definitely the fewest i didn't like this week or you know mm-hmm. kind of thing in its run Fewest and, lows yeah and yeah when the smackdown six was going on and Heyman was really pushing those younger talents at the time like edge mm-hmm. um that was just it was awesome kurt angles kurt in there, angle yeah Eddie. 
yeah uh, christian i mean yeah lesnar was over there at the time yeah it was great Talking about a stacked roster yeah uh, which is what smackdown has now good oh yeah lord what a roster mm-hmm. um but excellent choice excellent choice uh number two for me guilty pleasure time okay. um and i knew immediately i wanted this on the list but i knew it's not gonna be my number one obviously but i always had a guilty pleasure and i really love the concept not very long lived um but shotgun saturday night oh it was a great concept at first i loved the concept yeah i was like this is cool it's different it's kind of grungy and yeah yeah, i really really dug it i i'm i i'm heartbroken that it didn't catch on you know i think it would have i think it was just logistically difficult to pull off every week more than yeah because of how they would set the venues up much smaller in just random places like it not necessarily at arenas. the bottom of an escalator at yeah. station like, yeah crazy crazy stuff but i really enjoyed it um i was watching something and it's what really made me think of it right before last week's show like the day before i was watching uh, something on the network and they were highlighting and like some just random matches and uh, one of the ones that was called out was uh, a shotgun saturday night match mm-hmm. and i can't even remember who was in it now it's, i'm blanking on it but it just made me think oh man i really remember um, digging that show well and what was the point of the what were they calling it out for oh it was just uh I think it was matches that were that had no business being good, but turned out to be bangers. Oh, uh, okay. Like ones you didn't expect to be good, but earned, ended up being just an awesome match. Did it pick one from like the the first few weeks when it? Yeah, it was out? definitely okay. from uh, the early Shotgun Saturday Night. Yeah, because um, that original incarnation only lasted like six weeks. If that yeah, was. yeah, four or six weeks, something like that. Yeah, it was. It was very. It wasn't very long in the tooth. Um, the, the the two matches that stand out to me from that time period are Undertaker and Triple H, and then Bret Hart and Mankind are the uh, matches that stand out to me. So I don't know if that was one of them, but I mean, who would have said that either of those didn't deserve? To yeah, be it, was, it wasn't those two. <laughs> yeah. it was, again, it was more of an unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been a match involving a Godwin, actually. Oh, okay. It seems like it okay. may have been, but interesting. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, anyway. I just I love the concept. It what came on at like. 10 o'clock on saturday it was late it was late it was late maybe even late i mean it was syndicated too yeah but if it aired at the right time you got it live right right but it was late yeah but yeah really love that concept and then life. it just became a, a regular b show yeah. weekend b show that had nothing special to it yeah yeah that was sad yeah. but yeah those yeah. first those first six weeks i, I really dug and I, I had to get it on this list somewhere so i had yeah. to sneak it in it too all right all right good call i like that that didn't occur to me but yeah good one uh for me i'm going back to the the days of your when i was getting into wrestling and number two for me had to be primetime wrestling of course yeah i mean come on and gorilla and bobby gorilla and bobby yeah and bobby come on gorilla and bobby will you stop yes. i know we talk hey we mentioned them at the top of every show right yeah uh, um you know just seeing them interact uh between all the matches and the segments that they threw to for two hours every monday night and then getting the the recaps of the stuff that i didn't get in syndication all the time mm-hmm. uh once i left once we moved from illinois to virginia 
I pretty much no longer got superstars or wrestling challenge and I couldn't watch those shows. And that's where the first run stuff took place. That's where angles were advanced and rivalries began and stories were told and I didn't get to see it. So uh, primetime rerunning that stuff for me made the show even better, but then they'd also have dark matches and stuff. You couldn't see anywhere else from Madison square garden shows or from TV tapings that, you know, where they taped matches specifically for primetime. And uh, they didn't have to be two main eventers going at each other. Like, I was happy if the main event was the big boss man versus Rick the Model Martel, because you didn't get matches like that five times a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just, it made, it made everything feel important, which is something that is definitely lacking from the product today. Um and so, yeah, I appreciate Primetime for, for hooking me. Uh, you know, H- Hogan got me in, but Primetime got me uh, invested in everything that wasn't Hogan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate it for that and for all the time that uh, they gave me to spend with uh, Bobby and Gorilla. Yeah, excellent, excellent choice at number two. Again, I when I was getting to wrestling Primetime, I, I saw some episodes, but that was a little before I really got hooked. Um so I wasn't going out of my way to track it down at the time. Because mm-hmm. um, again, in the early days, it was just me renting the tapes from the video store. Right. So the TV side, I didn't really get to get into, but that's a great choice. How can you go wrong yeah. with primetime wrestling? Uh, number one for me, um, for me, it's got to be raw. It, okay. It's raw. Uh, now, raw lately, <laughs> not <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. be there. But for me, like when it was Raw is War and the War Zone. Yeah. Kinda, I mean, like, we've got 28 years of Raw. So, you yes. know, one bad year isn't going to drag it down too no, much. No, no. Uh, but specifically, the height of the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars, Raw for me was where it was at. And that's, that's what got me hooked. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the war because it was just crazy, um, crazy. between Nitro and Raw. But even though I wanted to watch Nitro because Kevin Nash and the NWO, and I really loved that angle, what they were doing, but Raw is still where my heart was mm-hmm. uh, with the WWE. I did not want WCW to put them out of business, <laughs> you know? Right. No. no uh, sure. I yeah. loved the competition, but I wanted Raw to overcome. And it just responsible for some of the great memories uh, and memorable matches throughout the years even before uh the actual attitude era and, and and the run like in 95 and 96 but like uh brett and the kid razor and the kid you know just oh so much good stuff uh the one two three kid is basically the highlight of the raw history yes because he i mean saying. yeah you talk about it you want to have a good match put him in there that's, with the kid that's true he Hey, I, I enjoyed uh, Marty and the Kid versus the Quebecers for the yeah. title. That was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Raw is definitely just the one when people ask, you know, what what, what wrestling do you watch? Raw. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. usually going to be the first thing out of my mouth um, when they ask about shows, just because it's always been my favorite. Like I say, present time excluded because they're having a rough go of it. Uh, but but still, raw is where it's at for me. Things, That's number one. things change. Things yeah. always change, and it'll come back around. And it, oh it'll, yeah, 
I, I'm excited after the draft to see the shakeup they do and how the rosters pan out. And if that gives them, yeah. you know, gives them the perfect chance for the reset button mm-hmm. to kind of get the shit back on track. Yeah. Even lately there have been bright spots like, yeah. Um, you know, RK bro. And Oh and yeah. Not everything yeah. currently is bad. No, no. Um, but it's just not like with SmackDown where it seems to be consistently good throughout its two hours. Right. Uh, Raw definitely struggles. Yeah. Um, lately. But yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, a perfectly reasonable choice. Not mine. Nope. For, for me, my number one, I'm, it's a little outside the box because it wasn't a weekly TV show, but it was a regular TV show. And it was the only regular TV wrestling tv show in my opinion at least that felt special every single time it was on oh i can guess it i gotta know it it's easy because it was on the weekend and i got to stay up late and every time saturday night's main event was on it felt like a huge deal uh absolutely my favorite wrestling tv show ever um they were many pay-per-views is really what they felt like um look back in the day if you were a hulk hogan fan generally there were two ways you got to see hulk hogan wrestle mm-hmm. you got to pay to see him live in person or you got to pay to see him on pay-per-view the only other way for the most part every once in a while there was an exception he'd be on superstars against Borzukov or something but other than that saturday night's main event that mm-hmm. was pretty much the only way to see hulk hogan wrestle on free television or cable yeah um but every match was a competitive match and today we're spoiled like that's what we get every week on every show is some sort of competitive match or at least matches that in theory should be yes um aren't always becky bianca um but <laughs> saturday night's main event was and you didn't see those matches all the time and so it felt like a huge deal now they did cram a lot into a 90 minute show they cram, you know, sometimes five or six matches into a 90 minute show. So you weren't getting a lot of 20, 25 minute classics. Right. But you were still, you were getting good matches that maybe could have been legendary matches with another 10 minutes or so. Yeah. But you were still, I mean, come on, you had Bret Hart versus Randy Savage. It's not like that's going to suck no matter how short it is. Um, and the, the Hogan Orndorff cage match, I talked about that not long ago, just so many so many moments and so many great memorable matches that um man i missed today and then they tried to bring it back in the 2000s and they did yeah. it a couple of times even on nbc but it wasn't the same because they could no longer give us matches that felt special because all they could do on a saturday night's main event in the modern era is basically make it feel like another raw or smackdown yeah so the yeah. special feeling is gone and it will never be the same again but back in the day nothing top saturday night's main event uh, I agree that what a great choice at number one. And one of my f- uh, first real instances of just shock with watching wrestling, like, Oh my God, what's going on is definitely the twin refs and yeah. Hogan, um, yeah. which was technically the main event, not Saturday's main event, but I'll count that. Okay. Okay. Cause that was, that was a Friday night primetime eight o'clock. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. That was a little bit. They had different. two of those. They had that one, and then the next year where the Mega Powers broke up. That was also the main event. Well, uh, they had more than two, but those are the big two. And then in 1990, they had one. That was where Mike Tyson was supposed to be the referee between Hogan and Savage, but Buster Douglas beat him. 
Oh yeah. And so they brought Buster Douglas in to be the referee instead. So that was the the main event from 1990. But okay. yeah, those those count. I mean, there's the same vibe, and yeah, that counts. It's memory adjacent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But very cool. Yes, excellent three count this week. That's again a little something different. Kind of like it. Um, challenge, I guess, is on me now. Mm-hmm. And like I say, right before the show, we were like, oh, we were definitely Vince McMahoning it, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> kind of booking on the fly. What's this, what's this wee stuff? <laughs> Blame me. Oh yeah, uh, uh, but uh, that's what Vince McMahon would do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Why didn't anybody? Why didn't anybody tell me Shawn Michaels is a face? Come on, <laughs> damn it, pal. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to know your three favorite wrestling logos. Logos. Such as, like... Okay, and the reason I bring this up and make it kind of topical is the new NXT logo that they've debuted. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that's so you're the talking kind of... logos for the promotions. Yes, for the promotion. Promotional okay, not like logo. a wrestler logo or anything. No, no, not wrestler logo. logo. Promotional okay. logo. Promotional okay, logo. Not, not TV show logos or anything like that. Just... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which three okay. have you liked? You know, this is more of an aesthetic challenge. Right, um, right. We're getting artsy. Get a little artsy here, mm-hmm. um, but uh, speaking on that, what do you think of the new logo? Uh, I I'm taking a wait and see stance right now. I want to see what the new vibe of the show is, if there is one. Yeah, and I think they're definitely going to because I I think one of the biggest things I think they need to get out of the CWC. Yeah, I think that would help. I think because it it just seems kind of even though we we're sitting there praising. Uh, shotgun saturday night for that kind of gritty feel it just seems like now it's kind of played out with well, the, it's the same place the ring every and, yeah. week too shotgun saturday night at least for those you know six weeks or whatever moved every yeah. yeah and i mean i brighten it up a bit i'm not totally against that um but again we'll have to wait and see what the whole set is going to look like if it's going right. to be major changes which is what people are speculating and expecting um right. But yeah, so I, I again, I, it's more of a wait and see. I, at first glance, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just kind of too loud, kind of you know, just all that color. Very Mario like, Paint, like the yeah. themes we used when we did our favorite theme music entrances, uh, favorite theme music uh, three count. Yeah, kind of um, very cartoonish with the colors, kind of what it reminds me of. So again, we'll have to wait and see. I'm willing to give it a fair shake, of course, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Have to wait and see. What do you guys think? Let us know. Um, let's get into the show proper stuff to talk about. And even though it's not on here, real quick, I did want to throw a special shout out to uh, NWA Empower over the weekend. Didn't um, get to see it. I had something kind of big going on Saturday night, so I didn't get to see it. Uh, I did not get to see it live. I've went back and I've seen clips and stuff, but I haven't got to watch the whole show from start to finish. But I did get to see some of the notable stuff um, with uh, like Molina versus um, Deanna Prato. Good match. Deanna won, right? Yeah, Deanna retained. Yeah. Um, And they had a segment. Gail Kim came to the ring and was talking. And then Taryn Terrell uh, came out and had some, I can't remember their names, but a couple girls with her, uh, kind of the flunkies. and they went to attack Gale, and out came Awesome Kong, uh, and 
kind of squared off with Gale first and kind of eyed her down, but then ended up attacking the other ones. And Awesome Kong officially retired mm-hmm. and said that uh, because of their history and everything, she couldn't think of anybody else she'd want in the ring with her when she did it. And that was Gail Kim. And I thought that was just a real beautiful moment. Yeah. Um, but congrats to Mickey James and all the ladies of NWA and power uh, for, for getting together and making history again. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, WWE did it first revolution, mm-hmm. uh, but for Mickey to really believe in that and believe in women's wrestling as we do uh, mm-hmm. and for them to get their own pay-per-view, which I think WWE should still be doing every single year mm-hmm. um the fact that they haven't done another one is just disappointing i'd be but, going huh i'd go oh yeah again. i mean mm-hmm. come on but um but yeah just special shout out to nwa empower it was awesome apparently uh their actual uh regular pay-per-view the next night was awesome as well nick mm-hmm. aldis historic run coming Losing. to an end trevor murdoch right trevor murdoch new nwa yeah. uh world heavyweight champion um and Ric Flair showing up, cutting a heck of a promo um, and a very emotional one. But, yeah, really cool stuff. If you get a chance to check them out, it's definitely worth your time. Uh, uh, one, of my, one of my students today, I think you saw this. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was teaching, and, and I heard them say uh, to – see, they, they said it. Yeah, so it's to be the man, you got to beat the man, is what Ric Flair said. But they yeah. said to be the math, you got to beat the math. And I said, did, uh, did you just paraphrase Ric Flair? And he's like, yeah. And so they, they, they all started going, woo! <laughs> so my class broke out into a bunch of Ric Flair woos. I threw out a nature boy! Oh, yeah. Uh, Styling and profiling, man. Yeah, we just broke into it. And yeah, I like that. I, I think for, for math, it, it's a little better if you flip it. To beat the math, you got to be the math. I think that works a little Yeah, that better. flows a little bit better. Yeah, um, but I, I, I may I may adopt that one. What you need to do is uh, reword and paraphrase his whole limousine riding, jet flying, and like, you know, coefficient equating. And <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> do someone's math there. I'll see if I can put something together for you. <laughs> It'd be fun. But no, that's an awesome story. I love yeah, that. That's fun. A woo off. <laughs> in the middle of class very cool let's start with smackdown and uh we were all kind of waiting to see how are we going to play out bianca becky and the whole mess of SummerSlam, and becky attempting to heal it up um as as we talked about last week but this week not a lot of booze for becky when she came out this time um I heard some there were some there still more cheers definitely more cheers um good news is bianca comes out to a big pop too so yeah, yeah. you know it didn't hurt her and in the fans eyes as far as you know them wanting to see her compete and wanting this match a rematch mm-hmm. um but during this whole thing we also got Liv morgan coming back yeah being on tv which is awesome um but yeah so what do you think of all this? What do you think of Becky trying to heal it up? I still maintain that if this was the plan all along, which I think it was, it would have been better for all involved for Becky to come back, make that challenge, and then lose. Okay. Yeah, SummerSlam. That would have been, if she's a heel anyway, it's not going to hurt her. And it gives her a reason to start acting. Like, why, why does she need to suddenly act this way? 
when she's been a success this whole time, not having to resort to little cheap tactics. Like yeah. That. It doesn't make any sense. Why the, why the change? Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, so that would have given her a reason to have to change something. It would have made Bianca still look strong. Becky would have been fine because she's a heel and heels lose. Not every time, but they lose and it's fine. Yeah. And nobody would have been hurt by that. Yeah. See, I think, and I, I go back, I think the, I think the heel experiment will say with Becky, I don't know that it's going to work because they tried this before. This is what, you know, kind of the original man gimmick and where mm-hmm. she was going there. Right. That was supposed to, she was supposed to be healing it up. Right. Turning heel on Charlotte when Charlotte yeah. won the title at SummerSlam. Right. But then the fans, no, they wanted to cheer. And then the whole bloody nose thing with Nia happened and it just caught fire. Um, Part of that, though, was that she was against Charlotte. Well, that's it's true. so easy to root that's against true. Charlotte. It, again, because people want to boo Charlotte. I yeah. mean, that's that's the whole thing. Again, Charlotte, one of the greatest of all time, women's wrestlers. I'm not sure. arguing that. Phenomenal in-ring performer. She's nine times out of ten, could give you a good match, no matter mm-hmm. who she's with. Um, and she doesn't, you know... She don't take no days off, as they say. <laughs> um, no. But, you know, people don't want her to be a face. No. You know, they don't want, they really don't want to cheer. So she is much better suited. Just, and just like Ric Flair, Ric Flair is more suited to be a heel. Yeah. You know, he pe- always he's was. one that people like, but boo anyway. Yes. Because like, that's, that's his role. And I don't think people actively dislike Charlotte, but I do think they dislike the booking of Charlotte. Yes. And and that's where it becomes easy to, to root against her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick never had that issue. He was laying down for people all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I, I think they'll have an easier time of making Becky a heel here against Bianca than they did against Charlotte. Yeah, I, I get it. It's wait and see. We'll have to right. see what happens we'll see. tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but yeah. live. So we had that four that uh, four way elimination match. Yeah, and kudos um, to them to for doing that and not just a four way dance. I like the elimination yeah. format much better. It was, it was great. Yeah, because it gave everybody time to shine. Mm-hmm. So and I really really like that. And live looked like a million bucks. And Liv Bianca awesome. you know, ends yeah. up on on top. But that's great because now we're headed for that rematch. I just, I, I want Liv to be something other than the one who almost wins the big one all the time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She, she comes so close to winning big matches and then just doesn't. And that can work for a while. But if you keep that up for too long, it's going to start working against her and not for her. Yeah. Um, she got a big pop. Oh, she yeah. Came out. Like the fans love her. But if if you don't start doing something with her and have her succeed to some degree on a bigger level, then they're going to start to lose faith and they're going to put their energy behind somebody else. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's a great pop for Liv. Glad to have her back. Let's keep the push going. Let's not, hopefully this isn't, hey, she was back this week and then we're not going to see her for another two right. weeks. Get, give her a non-title feud that she can win. Put her against Zelina or or uh, Carmella. Yeah. Give her something she can win at the end. Yes. Let her come out on top get that notch under her belt to get to that next rung of the ladder. Right. Um, 
but and we also have it's like where's tony storm right a debut and nothing since <laughs> nothing i don't think they've even mentioned her since yeah it's like come on what is going on um sasha is supposed to be coming back they say um the 10th is what i'm hearing that weekend. yes because that's like the super show it's a smackdown okay. super show is what it's being built as so not not tonight but next week mm-hmm. supposedly going to have her returning and then i mean i'm fast forwarding a little bit and after the draft who knows what's going to happen but throw bailey into the mix too yeah, that'll be a while. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a while, and I'm sure it's gonna look a lot different. There's gonna be, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why we haven't. It could be one reason Tony Storm hasn't been on TV. Maybe they're gonna shift her to Raw, so they're just keeping her off until then. Who knows? Could they should have figured that out before they put her on TV? Yeah, but if well, that's the case. Yeah. yeah, as we'll talk about when we get to Raw about them knowing stuff in advance <laughs> right yeah but um yeah so great uh great little segment from the ladies great match uh glad to have live back and kind of you know waiting with bated breath to see where we're going with all this yeah um hey you know I, I had a good week yeah you know who else had a good week baron corbin he did and it's true that trademark we heard about what two months ago it seems like uh, we finally got it. He has dubbed himself Happy Corbin. Uh, they had a great little thing, and I, I remember I, I think I told you about it last week. Yeah, and then I went and watched after we finished recording. Yeah, yeah th- those were fun. There were fun little videos of him just getting those big windfalls, and I turned uh twenty dollars like, into a hundred dollars. Yeah, I kept going and kept going. Great stuff. Um, and I'm I'm still into it. I loved his interaction with Big E. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though Big E was, you know, no, not going to happen, not going to sell it. And then, you know, you think, oh, well, here's where Corbin attacks. No, he's like, oh, that's cool, man. Whatever. I'm happy you can't bring me down. <laughs> right, um, right. I'm real interested to see where we're going. Mm-hmm. What's what's next? I'm I'm totally in. I I am bought into the Happy Corbin character. I'm yeah. Invested. Um, he he finally understands the value of money. Yeah. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Um, <laughs> who needs anything else? I don't need the money in the bank briefcase. I got money. I got money. <laughs> That's cool. Um, uh, another uh, female superstar showing back up, Naomi. Finally, and because she's been off for a couple months, it seems a, a while. And this is a, a switch to her from Raw. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. Hmm. So, you know, it, curious to see. It wouldn't be bad to put her in the family. No, and I think that would be great. Yeah. I think that would be great because... It doesn't look like they're going that way right now. But could. Could. Uh, who was it that was with her backstage that was basically giving her grief for not being on TV for so long? Now I'm forgetting <sighs> who she was interacting with. Um, was it Carmella or Zelina? I think it was one of them. Might have been. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I think it was one of them. But yeah, the, the, they're making a story out of the fact that she was on a TV. And and Carmella did it to live too, right? Yeah. 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 yeah so, so they're they're acknowledging that it doesn't make it okay though, WWE, to do this to these to these talents. Just because you acknowledge it after you do it doesn't mean all is forgiven. See, it means she's definitely part of the family. You acknowledged her. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> ah, very nice. Very um nice. Next, we got something we never get to see, and that's Sammy getting a win. Yes. 
He beats Dominic. I was um, so terrified Dominic was going to win. Oh, man. <laughs> like, no. I, I popped. I popped when Sammy won. <laughs> and I actually like this because as we've discussed, I think I think we're headed for Dominic versus Ray. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking I, you might stretch it out to like a big show. Like that's something, a one-on-one match for the two of them. Uh, WrestleMania. Oh, wow. That's a long, a long way away. To get to them at, because I think they'll tease it, they'll tease it, and, you know, and Ray will just be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Because I think Dominic's going to be the one that takes the kind of aggressive retaliation against Ray, almost heel turn esque. And then Ray, because he's his son, is going to be like, no, I'm not going to do it, not going to do it, not going to do it. And I think they could stretch that out and really do some great storytelling with that. Get to Survivor Series. Have a please bring back traditional Survivor Series matches, please. I love it. I I, I guess you know not everybody does, uh, from what I understand. But I always loved the the team. Matches. I love the concept. Come on, yeah. Bring it back, not just like one because it's brand warfare. I mean that's okay. I'm not disappointed all the time because when we had the NXT invasion, and that Survivor Series was off the chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Survivor mm-hmm. Series is mm-hmm. awesome. Um. But yeah, bring back traditional Survivor Series matches. And this would be a great way to further that if this is where the storyline is going. Mm-hmm. Ray gets his team of the, you know, ne'er-do-wells that he's hanging about uh, with his heel turn. Maybe Sammy takes him under his wing. Give yeah. Sammy something to do. That could be cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Ray they gets could, some... They could do a throwback to, to Ray versus Eddie when they did Dominic on a pole. Uh, Dominic on a pole. Custody, <laughs> Dominic on a pole. Uh, custody of Dominic, the ladder match. Um, they, they could kind of still do a custody. They could do like um, emancipation. Yeah. So... <laughs> he climbs a ladder and wins emancipation from his dad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I just hear Vince now. That's gold, pal. It's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right. that's what will finally get me hired. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, great for Sammy to get a victory. Uh, interested to see where Ray and Dominic go. Um, we got Finn Balor giving the official challenge to the head of the table, Roman Reigns. And I like this. I mean, this could be a good program. Oh, yeah. No doubt great. about it. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's it's sad because it does seem like everybody's basically even though it's going to be a banger of a match. He's not Finn isn't going to look bad in this, but Roman I expect still to be champ by WrestleMania. It feels that way. It feels that's what we're going, with, especially with the rumors that could be Roman versus The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the gravitas with that. Obviously, you want to keep him at top and kind of untouchable. So I, I certainly don't see him losing the title at anything but one of the big four shows yeah and we're um, through SummerSlam. and typically i don't he, think we're gonna have a title through. match at survivor series yeah it, or it'll just be champion versus champion it won't right, be a title which, match right which wouldn't uh, be a title match yeah so that would basically take him to at least a rumble yeah so yeah they could do a mix up there you could, could you know if if maybe he's talking smack about the rock uh, and the rock cost him the title and they have a non-title match at WrestleMania or something like that. They could do that. 
That's true. Because technically, they don't have to have the title for that match to have Gravitas. It's the freaking rock. And Um, honestly, if it didn't have the title, it would have more suspense. That's true. Because without the title, a rock win doesn't seem implausible. Right. Anybody can win. But if Roman's the champion, it's very unlikely that the rock wins because he's going to be on borrowed time Mm -hmm. because of his schedule. So, but yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, what else? Anything else from SmackDown stick out to you? You want to call? Uh, no, nothing else. I thought it was a a, a good show. Lots of yeah. interesting things going on. People coming back. Some new programs. They brought a lot of people who didn't have stuff going on at SummerSlam back. Um, Mark called Sammy being Dominic's opponent. He called that before it happened. My friend Mark. Nice. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good SmackDown. All right, excellent. Well. We have two shows on Friday now, so uh, we had mm-hmm. Rampage right after SmackDown, and uh, another good episode um, opened up with uh, the tag match to determine who's going to be uh, facing the Young Bucks at All In, and uh, it was um, oh, uh, Lucha, uh, 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 yeah, Lucha Brothers won. Lucha yeah. Brothers won. Yeah, they 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 beat Jurassic Express, so Lucha Brothers. Uh, going to be going on uh, to face the Young Bucks, which that match, I mean, if you're into their style, is going to be just awesome. I, I'm but sure it's going to people are going to be you know, just yammering over it and loving it, um, which is entertaining. Again, not I know it's not your your thing. It's not mine. I don't care if other people. Yeah, like if it. you like it, great. That's yeah. fine. No, it's just if it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was cool. Uh, we got um, uh, Allie getting a win over uh, Ty Conti in a one-on-one oh, match. Okay, that's interesting. A little help from the Butcher uh, and some interference from uh, Penelope Ford uh, and distraction. Uh, Bunny got the brass knucks and then smacked Conti and got the three count. So um, definitely going to be furthering that program involving Penelope Ford now. So Good stuff. Liked it. Uh, then, of course, we had um, Christian Cage taking on uh, Cutler, Brandon Cutler, <laughs> kind of the flunky of the elite. Right. And uh, Christian Cage, of course, picking up the victory and giving that, you know, kind of one more, I won't say final stare down because we'll have Rampage this week <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. before All In, as well as uh, um, Dynamite. But just giving some more uh face-to-face time with christian and omega hyping up that championship match for all in but overall i you know good stuff from rampage ratings are good so hey can't argue with it (laughs) right now yeah uh and i will but i will say (laughs) actually i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save it gotta save it till the end oh all Um, right all right and a a little transparency here we're recording early yes so we don't we're not gonna be talking about dynamite because technically we're recording before Dynamite's airing this week. Yes, uh, it hasn't it hasn't aired yet. We I, I've got things going on on Thursday that prevented us from recording on Thursday, so we're recording on Wednesday. So we can't talk about Dynamite, but we can do an all-in preview. Oh, that's true. We definitely can. Got the card right here. Let's do a rundown and uh, give our predictions. Always fun to do when we do these pay-per-view rundowns. Um, and uh, we've got the 21-woman Casino Battle Royal for a future title shot this is going to be the buy-in pre-show match which is 
that's pretty big. That's a mm-hmm. big, that's a big pre-show match. Um, I don't have all the participants. Unfortunately, they don't list them here, but that's okay. Uh, it's pretty much the whole roster <laughs> and obviously going to be a few surprises, um, which I do believe the main one, the wild card, the ace or whatever they call it, the Joker uh, for these matches, I, I believe is Ruby Soho. Yeah. I think she's, I mean, if you've seen the video vignette she's been putting out, which have been very good. Um, the last one, there's a quick flash, the very end. And if you pause it, it says destination. And then it's got some blank letters and, but it's enough letters to spell Chicago. So mm. I believe okay. that's okay. De- and just like, I think um, buddy Matthews, formerly known as buddy Murphy, I right. think he is AEW bound as well. He's had a similar set of vignettes and okay. much like uh, Malachi Black, uh, these seem to almost be kind of a thing of how they're bringing some people in mm-hmm. as they're doing these vignettes. So I kind of expect Buddy Matthews at some point, maybe even this weekend. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I hmm, I kind of think it, it, I think Ruby Soho wins. If I gotta go if, if she's in it, Jade Cargill. Mm, that's true. Her and Britt. as much as I'd love Kiara Hogan to be the one, yeah. I think after what we saw last week, that's not gonna happen. That's true. So I, I mean, they're pushing Jade Cargill as practically unbeatable. That's true. And so, it, it, I mean, outside of and even Christian waited a little bit. They don't really bring people in for immediate title shots. Mm-hmm. either she's not in it or she wins it that's how i see it okay okay i'm I'm gonna stick with ruby soho just so we have some i mean it's it's a battle right who knows we could both be wrong yeah it could be (laughs) it it could be something crazy yeah um but yeah so that's gonna be cool uh then we got paul white versus qt marshall paul white yeah i just (laughs) i just don't see how the big show doesn't go over (laughs) um yeah I mean, Again, he, for QT Marshall's big match with Cody Rhodes, he didn't get an entrance and wasn't even on camera when they introduced him. And I think this is going to be pure fan service. Mm-hmm. Get Paul some cheers. It's not going to be a long match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be pretty quick, a choke slam, and we're out. Yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, he'll probably choke slam the entire crew <laughs> right. that's out there with QT Marshall. <laughs> right. Um, then we've got. Um, I won't say a disappointing match. Disappointing that we're not getting the match originally advertised. Um, but uh, John Moxley will be taking on Satoshi Kojima, uh, unfortunately, in place of name I cannot remember, and I'd probably butcher it anyway. I, um, I, I don't know who it was supposed to be. Hiroshi I'm, Tanahashi, I think is who it was. I think okay. it was I'm, I'm out of the loop on this one, yeah. Um, Tanahashi... Uh, has is doing new japan match instead mm-hmm. so that's okay it's cool we do mm-hmm. get satoshi kojima and this is going to be a good match moxley's matches with the the new japan people have all been really really good mm-hmm. uh i i would assume because of how this is a replacement thing i think moxley's winning I think he does um, too. if tanahashi had been in there i think uh i think he would have won but mm-hmm. uh, because of this i think moxley definitely getting the win here um AEW TNT championship match. I'm excited for this one. It is the Redeemer Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Um, I saw a dude walking into my gym that looked just like Eddie Kingston. Really? <laughs> just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, you should have talked to him if he had a really crazy accent. It probably was him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think Miro retains. I, I think he's going, I think he's holding on to that belt for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially how they made him look like a mo- just a monster. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's phasing him in the ring yet. Yeah. Um, another match I'm excited about, and this could definitely be one of the matches of the night performance-wise, in-ring-wise, and that is uh, Pac versus Andrade El Idolo. I think this is going to be crazy. Um, I call. Yeah, I, I this one, I don't know how who to pick on this one. Well, see, we have to get this one right. That's We're true. the Pack Crackers. We are the Pack Crackers. Um, Not Crack Packers. No, no. Totally different thing. Um <laughs> uh i i think andrade i think he's getting the the nod here yep i'm with you and i don't think the loss is gonna hurt Pac. um and i and it this could be because they've been teasing you know death triangle breaking up and lucha brothers kind of aligning themselves with andrade or at least he's been kind of uh, uh trying to get them to um but uh, yeah, I think Andrade wins, and I think Ric Flair shows up. <laughs> ah, yeah, he's Could already be. said he's going to be in Chicago to support Andrade, mm-hmm. and the rumors are abound that he's actually going to sign a deal with AEW mm-hmm. um, to appear. Just don't, don't, don't wrestle, Rick. Don't yeah, wrestle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I, I know you want yeah. one more match, but your body does not. <laughs> yeah, chill out, bro. Uh, maybe a tag match where you literally just go in and give a chop and put a figure four on somebody. <laughs> gotta, gotta be something. If he does it, it's gotta be something against Sting. Yeah. Um, well, that, ooh, Andrade and Flair versus Darby and Sting. Mm-hmm. I could. Okay. Okay. That, I don't think. I don't think. We're I don't think we'll see wrestling. it, but that's plausible. Yeah. It is plausible. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think Andrade. You say Andrade? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, next up, speaking of the Death Triangle, that AEW Tag Team Championship match, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage. So there can be no interference. Um, <laughs> no one can climb over no a cage. No one can climb a cage or get to the door. Never happens ever in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't, I just don't see the Young Bucks losing. Um, I'm going to go with the Lucha Bros. Okay. Now, if the Lucha Brothers align themselves with Andrade, then I totally yeah. see this mm-hmm. and start to see kind of a power shift. Um, and the Bucks have had those belts for quite some time. And I think it would add more drama to Kenny Christian because they're like, oh, losing momentum. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hmm. I'm still going to go with the Young Bucks, but I see a lot of viability in your choice. Yeah. I do, I do like the, the thought process there. Um, next up match. I'm really looking forward to Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD defending your championship versus Chris Statlander. Another so Brit's a heel again now, I guess, but that doesn't right. mean the crowd's going to boo her. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially since CM Punk gave her the rub in Chicago, Chicago is mm-hmm. probably going to cheer like crazy for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm just trying to figure out the, the booking of it. So if they're booking her we're like a heel. Yeah. I think um, I think she's still being booked as a heel no matter what. Okay. Um, yeah. Especially right. against Statlander. Yeah. Statlander's definitely not the heel in this, and I don't think they're booking this face versus face. Right. Um, but I still I'm think, going with 
Brit. Brit yeah, wins. I still think Brit retains. Yeah. Um, Chris Jericho, MJF, Chris Jericho's in-ring career on the line. Again, I think MJF wins. I understand your logic. And it makes perfect sense. I just think the whole program has been designed for MJF to get the monster rub from Chris Jericho and basically be set up as one of, if not the top heel in a yeah. Man, yeah, I, I can see it either way, but I think I'm going to go with, with you on that with MJF. Yeah, and I, for me, I think it's yeah. because of the stipulation, It that's what makes me think MJF is going to win. If there mm-hmm. hadn't been this stipulation, uh, then I might have picked Jericho. But mm-hmm. I think because of this, I, I think the stipulation, whereas a lot of times stipulations are like, oh, that means this person's definitely <laughs> winning. They're not hanging it up. But I think I think Jericho is. Um, at least for now. Now, again, people retire and come back all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, just for the foreseeable future. Um, next up, uh, honestly, for a lot of people and I, almost everybody, I think this is the most anticipated match of the night. Yeah. The in ring return of Mr. CM Punk taking on Darby Allen. Punk um, yeah, I, I just don't see Punk losing. Yeah. And I don't want him to. Um, although, I question this as a comeback match. Is Darby Allen the guy to take a, a loss to Punk? Yeah, and and that's why not? A, why not go with a heel or something? Yeah, and I and I like Punk's interview and interviews and how he's been talking about this. He just he thinks that uh, the two of them will complement each other very well in the ring. Yeah, and and this is like. You know, Darby's a great performer. He's kind of the measuring stick, and that's that's how he wants to get in there. But again, I do see Punk winning. I could see I could see Darby winning, and the story making sense is CM Punk. Oh, okay, he's first back, but he's rusty. I've got to do better to hang with these guys. But they're in Chicago. Yeah, and I don't think you have the crowd boo you out of the building. Mm-hmm. So I think Punk wins, and I because I don't see Darby doing like a heel turn. No, I definitely don't see that. And even if CM Punk was the heel here, they're not going to boo him. So yeah, CM Punk, it's got to yeah. be CM Punk. Yeah, I, I do question this as a as a comeback match. You can do Punk Darby, but I I don't know that I'd do it first. Yeah, I'll be very interested to see how this is is produced and how they do the story in the ring with this one. Mm-hmm. Very curious. And then, of course, uh, AEW World Championship match, the main event um, in name. Yeah. <laughs> in quotations. And, yeah, event, Darby yeah. and Punk is definitely the main event, but what will probably go on last is Kenny. Well, I don't know. I could see Punk and Allen going last. I could see yeah. that. But we'll see. But we do have the AEW World Championship match. Kenny Omega defending his uh, championship against Christian Cage, who took the Impact title off of him. So you definitely have some great storytelling there, but I still think Omega retains. Yeah, I don't think Christian's going to be the one to take it off of him. Um, not I, both belts. No, yeah, not both yeah. belts. I mean, he's got more than two, but you know, the two that yeah carry um, the most which weight right now. Yeah, he wouldn't have that AAA belt if not for the Christian match. 
it came out that they were it was going to go on Andrade in their match in tri- Triple A Mania, Triple Mania. Uh huh. But because that was right after Christian Cage took the impact, they didn't want him to lose two titles right so close together. Oh, see, I think that would have made it a better story. It's like, oh, he's falling apart. Right. Um, but yeah, so interesting stuff there. But I think he retains here. I think yeah. that uh, drop into the belt's going to be a little bit further down the line, mm-hmm. probably against either a CM Punk or a Adam Brian Page. Danielson. Or not, I, I can still see Adam Page. I say, yeah, I know Adam Page still viable. Um, yeah. We'll have to wait and see the time off. What we're you know what we're doing with this and the whole thing because technically he can't challenge Omega for the belt. Yeah. Or he lost his opportunity. He has to go back to the back of the line, basically. I, I can still see, <laughs> not still, but I can see Punk and Brian Danielson being the type of people to come in and say, look, I'm here to wrestle and I, I, I want to perform, but I'm not the one to be the, the top person. You need to give that to, to people that are younger that are haven't had that before. Yeah, and actually, uh, I was talking about interviews. He did, uh, Punk did an interview... Um, I can't remember with who now, but uh, on a podcast and they were talking about, you know, the decision for Darby to be first and they're bringing up Omega. And he's like, well, you know, Omega's, you know, that, you know, we want Omega and punk. We want that match sometime. Um, He's like, but I don't want to be the guy who's been away from wrestling, come back and just immediately step into a championship match and haven't proved anything in this promotion. Right. Uh, and I love that mentality. You know, he, he gets it. He's a wrestling mm-hmm. guy. He understands it. Much like a lot of people used to talk about Austin really had a mind for the business. Like, uh, you know, when Austin talks about where he walked, took his ball and went home because of the whole Brock Lesnar thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he was losing to Brock. It's that there was no build. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is a match. You're not going to build a couple weeks to pop a rating on or mm-hmm. put on pay-per-view. Or put on pay-per-view. Come out, yeah. Like unannounced and get beat by Brock on Raw. It's like, it didn't make sense. He understood right. the business. Yeah. However you feel about him walking away from the business at that time and his decision, notwithstanding, but um, the logic behind it was sound. And Punk has that kind of logic. And I know, and I know Brian Danielson does too. Oh yeah. We've seen him do nothing but put people over on WWE yeah. for the last, since he came back basically. Yeah. So, and I guess that is uh, the question. Uh, we'll, we'll round out with the all in preview is, well, two. We'll put two out there because we think Ruby Soho is probably showing up. All indications are she is. Same thing with Ric Flair. Do we see Adam Cole or Brian Danielson at All In? Probably. I I think Adam Cole is a definite. I think, and, and maybe not him joining AEW, but I think he could be there ringside for Britt's match. Yeah. And they could show him, like, oh, look mm-hmm. who's here. Yeah. Um, just to fuel speculation and all that other good stuff. Right. Of when will he join? Um, but then they have said, because Brian Danielson was supposed to be saved for a later debut at uh, another kind of big show that they were doing. I can't remember where now, and like the Arthur Ashe show at Arthur Ashe okay. Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're saying his debut might have been moved up, which. All in would make sense, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'd love to have him show up. I want him back on TV. Uh, is you is know. this all in or all out? I get them confused. This is all 
in. All Out okay. was the one earlier in the year. Okay. That was the one around... Because Double or Nothing is like the one around Mania, I think. Or okay. was that the last one? I may have said All Out earlier. I don't know. I don't know what I said. But I'm pretty sure this one is all in. I'm almost positive this is all in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what we've learned is that they need to do a better job of, yeah, of the, I, distinguishing yeah, the, between the there's two. There's all out and all in. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I I dig the uh, casino references in all of your, yeah, in most right. of your pay-per-views, but come on now. Uh, but yeah, so that's our preview of all in. <laughs> yeah. AEW. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we've got uh, some five-star updates, some stardom stuff going on. Take it away, Steve. Stardom's back. They came back this weekend, this past weekend, with a couple of shows. Uh, the second show, on the 29th, they aired live for free on YouTube. Whoa! Yeah. So That's I'm hoping awesome. I'm hoping they do more of that sort of thing. Um, so... Uh, you know that it, they were odd shows because stardom crams everybody on the roster who's available on every show they do but this past weekend they didn't do that um there was no julia no shuri to be seen either night um most people only wrestled one of the two nights uh, i think mayu wrestled both nights maybe a couple others um but it was odd it's like Tom Nakano only wrestled on night one. Uh, Momo only wrestled on the second night. So it was bizarre. And I, I don't know. I, at first, I was thinking it was so they could catch up on the five-star Grand Prix singles matches because they were all singles matches. Every match they had this weekend was a singles match. But on night two, they had seven singles matches and only two of them were five-star Grand Prix matches. So they didn't do a whole lot of catching up. um so i don't know what the logic was behind the way that they they uh laid out these these shows but they were good shows nonetheless and uh so what we've got going on now the current standings uh the top of the red stars still starlight kid uh she's a point ahead of mayu and then over on the blue stars micah is a point ahead of tom nakano and they're currently the leaders um Unagi Sayaka had a, a good 20-minute draw with Micah. They seem to really be pushing her more and more, which I like. Um, big return. After Mayu uh, wins on night one, I think. Um, Hazuki makes her return. She oh. retired right, pretty much right before COVID, uh, maybe the end of 2019. She okay. she retired, um, and she went out as a heel, running down stardom and saying how she didn't like it. And now she's back, and so everyone's calling her. Everyone on the roster is like calling her out on Twitter, like you said you didn't like it here. Why are you back? Um, but she's back, and she got up in Mayu's face, and uh, so curious to see where she lands. Um, I, I I haven't seen a lot of her. She did wrestle on the Hanukkah tribute show that they did not long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's been my only exposure to her um as n- not watching something that happened you know years ago uh-uh. um so I, I i'm not that familiar with her but she had a very very good reputation uh for her performing so i'm anxious to see where she goes but that's a major return that we did not see coming actually i think that was night two and i think that's why they aired it live 
used okay. to have that live. Uh, also on night two, finally, after having like, I don't know, eight, nine shots at this championship, Starlight <laughs> Kid wins the high-speed title Aha. from Natsupoi. Um, very good match. And uh, she just had a birthday a couple of days before this, Starlight. So a good a good way to celebrate finally winning this title. So uh, the Starlight push continues, and uh, I hope I hope more good things are coming. She, I'm a bigger fan of hers with each match. Awesome, um, and I and I was never not a fan, but she just keeps winning me over and making me a bigger fan every time she performs. She really really gets it, and she's she's coming into her own as a top tier performer. And so uh, yeah, I guess uh, we continue with the five star. Um, Oh, uh, this weekend, big uh, New Japan shows. Ah. And uh, Starlight, not Starlight, uh, Stardom is going to have a couple matches at these Excellent. New Japan shows. Yeah. Uh, both of them tag team matches. Momo in both of them. Hey. hey. So that's good. Teaming up with Saya Kamatani um, in both of them. And um, yeah, so that's exciting. I, I, Momo was left out the last time they did something like this. So I'm glad to see her in both of these matches. And then that makes me feel uh i i consider it to be an encouraging sign that maybe after her beating mayu and then this now so maybe things hopefully are turning around for momo on a personal note that's my hope Um, but yeah i guess five star will will continue this weekend and we'll see how things continue to shape up all right excellent cool thank you for the stardom update um let's get into nxt and uh let's talk about saray Beats Mandy via countout. Mandy Rose in her day, de- I guess, re-debut match into NXT since coming back down to the brand. Um, after that vicious drop kick to the face, that's <laughs> yeah, becoming her her trademark. Uh, and then, of course, you had uh, what was it, Gigi Dolan and um, Jesse J, Jesse Jane. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, that's kind of that little new Mandy stable that she's mm-hmm. kind of formed there. Mm-hmm. Um. So interesting, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was fine, but it just reminded me of what we talked about before. Like when they bring these big stars in from Japan or from wherever, we have all these visions of dream matches of like, oh, I can't wait to see them against Sasha. I can't wait to see them against Charlotte or against, you know, Bianca. And we almost never get that. Now we've got Saray, who we would love to see against any of those people, but she's feuding with Mandy yeah um and only winning by count out yeah uh, <laughs> so uh i mean this was fine there was nothing wrong with it but <sighs> come on i want saray against dio yeah right? yeah um, we do have that tag title match next week that's so true we'll see that's DO true and uh zoe against uh casey and Caden. yep that's good i think that's next gonna week. be a great match yeah um, i i think an easy win for eo and zoe yeah, but I think they're going to make uh, Casey, uh, the Casey's Kayden. basically look really, really good. Yeah, Casey and Caden. They're not both Casey. <laughs> well, I think, that, well, yeah. no, some people have been referring to them as the KDs. Oh, okay. Uh, just that, like on the internet, not on TV, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I loved, I loved how, I love how EO just hates everyone. Yeah, she's <laughs> she just she I don't like you, I don't like you. I don't even I don't like, like you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're tag team part. <laughs> so 
I hope you win. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you win. Um, yes. <laughs> I love EO, but yeah, give me Saray and EO. That's a heck of a match. I want yeah, that one. There's just so many great matches we could have with Saray. And you could argue, well, you can't just throw everything out right away. And that's true. But you could have argued that with Kyrie Sane. And, you know, we never got a lot of those matches with Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Saray against Shayna. I'd love to see that. Not that, you know, they care about Shayna anymore. But, yeah, just so much that I'd like to see. And we're getting Saray and Mandy. But whatever. All right. I'll be patient. Yeah, I tell you, my favorite match from NXT, I really, really enjoyed um, uh, Raquel's match against, um, oh, blanking on the name again. I have one of those days. Um, nope. I'm blinking too because that's when I happened to run upstairs to brush my teeth. And I remember hearing the match. <laughs> and it was good. And it was one of those I did not, it, I expected to be a little bit more of a squash. Mm-hmm. But it ended up not being a squash. Um, and that was like, and Raquel kept getting frustrated that she couldn't put her away. God, why can't I not think of her name? Um, she's running around. She's usually with, um, uh, <laughs> man, I am Frankie Monet. Oh, uh, Jessica Maya? Yeah, Jessica Maya. That's okay. who it was. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. her and Raquel. And Jessica Maya looked awesome in this match she did so well i was very impressed i was yeah. like okay this is cool that's how you get someone to look really good in the ring kind of help get them over performance wise but then raquel still gets the victory decisively in the end mm-hmm. uh and then of course frankie Monet came out and we had a face-to-face so it looks like she is going to be the next challenger yeah and I do understand I've seen people kind of griping. It's like, well, she hasn't really done much in the ring yet. Why is she getting a championship shot? Yeah, I get that. But I am excited um, to see her and Raquel go at it because Frankie Monet had a lot of fantastic matches in Impact. Mm-hmm. She is a good in-ring performer, and I know there's some great matches uh, still in her that can be had. Uh, with the NXT crew. So, and I wouldn't be disappointed if they put the strap on her, mm-hmm. but I don't know that that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? And, yeah, and who, knows? It, who knows, especially with an imminent somewhat reset, we don't know who right. knows what it's going to be like when they do all this switching with NXT and changing the aesthetic of the show, if that'll reach into the booking as well. Right. And how they do stuff like somebody I saw speculating. I was like, I wonder if they're going to kind of do like uh, Vince Russo and WCW and Triple H come out and be like, okay, give me all the titles. <laughs> right. Or resetting everything. I don't know if it'll be that extreme. That would be weird. Um, yeah. And I, I wasn't a fan of that when they did it then. I yeah. wouldn't like it now either. Yeah. I like the idea of Russo going in and trying to really get a push to the younger talent that was fine just the way they approached it and he didn't exactly follow yeah. through the way we wanted him to yeah, and you can do it without damaging the lineage of your championships yeah but uh yeah so uh really see where we go with the frankie bonet and raquel stuff um gargano loomis good stuff just good stuff it's a pretty good match yeah, no, it was a good match. Loomis ends up costing Gargano in the end. Gargano was wrestling um, LA Knight. LA Knight, yes. 
Uh, man, LA Knight, talk about some good heel heat, man. That program with yeah. Grimes really solidified yeah. him as yeah. a top heel. Loving that. Did this new move that I didn't like. Did you that, see it? That kind of reverse power slam thing? Yeah, he got him up into what looked like was going to be a running power slam, but instead of just doing it, he fell backwards and dropped Gargano onto Gargano's own back. And it just, it, it, it wouldn't work. Like Gargano would have just dropped to his feet. Yeah. It, it was too contrived. It was too forced. It, it didn't feel legitimate. I didn't like it. Yeah, they need to work on that. I, I feel like, because, yeah, it did. It was very odd. Yeah. I'd rather him just do a, a running power slam. Like, it's not yeah. original, but it's believable. Yeah. I mean, he's a muscular guy. You, yeah. You believe that, you know, there's going to be some impact behind it. Yeah. I, I um, didn't believe whatever he did. So don't sacrifice believability for originality. True. And plus, I mean, on a bigger opponent, I don't know that it's going to look good at all. No. Um, Gargano's, you know, kind of smaller and mm-hmm. LA Knight being kind of a jack dude, it's a little easier to do something like that with them. But yeah, you're not gonna be doing that to Odyssey I mean, Jones, Odyssey Jones, or yeah. heck, even somebody like Dexter Loomis, you probably struggle, yeah, with that. So, yeah, it was just it's painfully obvious that Gargano had to throw himself onto his back, yeah, because there was nothing that would stop him from just landing on his feet, easily. yeah. Yeah, but I want the pot for Gargano, man. Yeah. Uh, other than that one move, I I really enjoyed this this yeah. whole segment match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, love the interactions with Loomis uh, and Index. Uh, of course, the the wedding imminently approaching. <laughs> yeah. So so you know Loomis catches Gargano as he falls to the outside, and wants a high five for it. Yeah, the no look <laughs> high five, and Gargano freaks out. Yeah. That was Which great. the distraction cost him the match against LA Knight. Yeah. I loved how Loomis managed to get a look on his face like, oh, I screwed that up um, without not being like Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Um, it, it was really well done. He did great with it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm loving the index, the Gargano, the whole stuff there is is big thumbs up. Still yeah. doing good stuff. Um, let's move on to raw and, uh, guess gotta start with Rhea getting the victory over Shayna. Of course, over Shayna. Why, why not anyone else? Yeah. And, but the real story here was Nia Jax mm-hmm. kind of just running over, uh, Nikki on the outside and then just decimating Rhea after the match. Mm-hmm. And when she threw her and her head kind of bounced off that top rope weirdly. Mm, yeah. I was like, Oh, I went slow. I was like, man, I hope that didn't hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Rhea picking up a victory over Shana again, like you say, Shana taking a loss, of course. And I, you know, Shana looked real frustrated uh, yeah. after the match. So I think they're still kind of, even though they, they shied away from it, they're still kind of keeping it in her mind that she's frustrated and possibly because she knows she's better than that. Yeah. And I, hopefully they're going to do something with that. I was frustrated because she had the advantage of a distraction and still ended up losing the match. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so I, I kind of a thumbs down on that. Um, 
Although give Rhea a win, but just not over Shayna. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you have a bigger roster than this, folks. <laughs> or a, or deliver it in a different way, at True. least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get... Uh, we'll come back to Nia. Yeah, yeah, we're going to come, we'll come back to Nia. Definitely yeah. going to come back to Nia. Um, but let's talk about a banger of an impromptu. And actually, let's talk about this. So reports have come out. This was one of the longest days for the creative team uh, in a long time. Uh, they like McMahon came in Monday morning, furious, tore up the original script because we were supposed to get several matches that we did not get that were announced. Yes. <laughs> and again, card subject to change, but still. No match they announced actually happened. Yeah. And the crazy one. Actually, we'll get to that in a second, but um, we don't get Miz and Morrison. Right. Miz isn't even there. Right. Hopefully, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, was he so, not there, or was he just not on the show? I'm not clear on that. Uh, well, the report I said that he wasn't there. Uh, okay. He wasn't even in attendance. Um, so a lot of speculation going as to why, mm-hmm. and could it be like a medical reason or something like that mm-hmm. that kept him away. Could be a family emergency. You never could know. Be anything. Yeah, it could be anything. But I think it favors this because maybe now that we get a little build to it. Right. Yeah. You know, if they... No, I'm with you there, yeah. If they go back to it. Although I thought it was odd that they put um, uh, Johnny Drip Drip in against Omos. Yeah. Like, if you're wanting to push him as a face, don't Put him in a match where he's essentially going to get squashed, right? Uh, by yeah. the monster. So, I uh, yeah. it, it's like they listen to the show, though it still is, right? Yeah, because we were <laughs> talking all last week about how it's a horrible idea to just rush into these matches, and suddenly, hey, none of them happen, none of them actually happen. Coincidence, I think not. <laughs> <sighs> Call us, email us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pay us. um. But uh, yeah, so there was that. And then we were supposed to get um, Seamus versus Lashley. Yeah. Was announced, which was kind of an odd thing. But I mean, they they set it up last Mm -hmm. week. And then that gets completely changed. Mm -hmm. And we get a banger of a triple threat match. I, this is match of the night. I thought this was amazing. One of the best matches they've had on Raw in a while. This triple threat was really good. Sheamus, yeah. Drew, and um, Damian Priest. For the U.S. title. For the U.S. title. And 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 went in assuming, well, Sheamus is there to take the pin. Yeah, but not the case. No. Not the case. We get the rub of Priest beating Drew clean. Yeah. Yep. And like I say, they have big plans for Damian Priest. Yeah. If you, if you good, doubted good, that. Good, good for them. Yeah. For, for booking this this sort of thing needed to happen it needed to happen for drew too yeah because some of the pushback he's been getting has been because of his complete and total dominance so this will help drew as well create some sympathy for him a little bit you know what i mean um, and and take away some of the resentment yeah um yeah. but yeah so i absolutely love this i thought it was fantastic fantastic yeah. definitely and definitely helped priest a lot yeah, for me, yeah. if if you skim through Raw, if you don't get to watch it live or whatever, and you go back, definitely take your time. Go out of your way to watch this match from start to finish. It is spectacular. Yeah. Um, really love that. 
The third announced match that we didn't get in a roundabout way. We almost got it. Almost got it. Dewdrop and Eva Marie doesn't happen because Dewdrop goes full on heel and beats the crap out of Eva before they can ring the bell. I don't think it was heel though. I think, I mean, you know, it's, I just mean because she, you know, she attacks her before the bell and she's not looking and just kind of dominates her. Yeah. I don't think it's meant for her to be a heel. I I think it's what people wanted to see. I don't know that there's anything you could do to turn Eva Marie face. Okay. (laughs) I just don't think it would happen. Yeah. Here's the thing. Any other match, one opponent attacks the other one. They just ring the bell. Yeah. They just start the match. Why not here? Because it's Eva Marie. <laughs> and that's right. her gimmick. Remember, there was the whole gimmick a while back when she was in WWE 4 where they just, they, she wasn't able to compete. They had to right. false advertise matches yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, so, but again, blessing in disguise mm-hmm. is we're going to get a build a little bit to this now. Yeah. Again, we know you're listening to the show, Vince. I know you're listening. <laughs> or at least someone. Someone is. Vince. <laughs> I, I don't know if Vince himself listens to anybody but himself, but that, maybe somebody. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I think this is good. This is good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to do this program, then mm-hmm. at least try to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dewdrop deserves bigger and better things than a program with Eva Marie. Yes. But hopefully once she gets through this, she'll get something bigger and better than this. Yeah, move on to something better. Yeah. I'm I'm not against uh even though you're pushing if you're pushing Dewdrop as a face, it doesn't really make sense. But I'd take a a Dewdrop um versus Rhea program. Mm-hmm. I think that'd you, be you you'd have to make Dewdrop a little more serious. I think you'd have to take her back to Piper Niven. Yeah, um, but before yeah. that happens, but mm-hmm. I down the line, I would welcome yeah. that program. Yeah. Oh, um, but speaking of programs that we thought we were getting, but then didn't happen, uh, you know, based on the week before, we thought, okay, Alexa Bliss stepping up, going to be Charlotte's next uh, kind of focus, or they're going to do a story there. And then they end up now, Alexa has cleared up, she was there. Yeah, but they just decided to go a different way. And like I say, they didn't settle on the final show until I think the report was like an hour before they started. Yeah, it's, it's just insane. You guys know you have a week between shows. <laughs> yeah, It's like why you're tearing stuff up the day of is just uh, it's bad business, bad work. It's like I trying just, to do all your homework right before class. Yeah, it's like, come on. And I um, see that a lot. It never works, folks. Yeah, never works. And you know, you're a teacher. I know. <laughs> I see it all the time. <laughs> Students come in an hour before a test and they're like, I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you want me to do now? It's like, <laughs> um, so we pivot and Charlotte faces Naya in a non-title match championship and, contender match oh excuse me a championship contender match <laughs> yeah. and uh, the match breaks down this is the best way yeah. i can describe it something goes awry and as, as everybody is reporting now and it's been confirmed this was wasn't a worked shoot we had a one, slap fight it was basically a real shoot thing going on in the ring now the reason for it i think uh 
has been kind of convoluted in how people are explaining it. Like, oh, they're just super mad at each other. Basically, what's coming down now, from what I understand, is there was a breakdown in the match. They couldn't get on the same page. So they both just decided to go stiff and work out their aggression <laughs> until they got to the end because there apparently there was no backstage heat, no bad feelings. It was like, hey, it happened, but we worked it out of our system. We're good. Not, and, Nia seemed to work it out a little more effectively than Charlotte did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That last, like, choke slam bomb whatever you wow yeah impact <laughs> and she gets the she gets the win so clean 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 win nia jacks over charlotte i would never have called this in a yeah. million years uh based on anything from the past year and a half <laughs> right right yeah uh this just blew my mind so yeah. Now, okay. we, we wanted Alexa and Charlotte, but kind of like you were saying, silver lining is that, look, if we do Alexa and Charlotte now, somebody's got to lose. Right. Not sure it would be Charlotte right now. So soon, but you can put Naya in there. You get to reestablish Naya as a dominant force. You have her go in. Charlotte finds a way to overcome retains her title um and then you can maybe then move on to alexa and alexa possibly takes the championship yeah that's what i want i want them to do this when they're ready for alexa to win it yeah um i agree totally um so so again blessing in disguise but it was definitely odd to watch and if you saw the reaction from people like mick foley and everybody else in the wrestling world reacting to the match they were all the same. They're like, what is going on? <laughs> Foley just tweeted, so WTF was up with that Charlotte Nia match. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so craziness. That, that suplex, the back suplex, where instead of falling with Charlotte, she just picked her up and just dumped her. Yeah. That looked, that looked a little. He was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, definitely doesn't help all the conversation in the past years about her being unsafe. It, it doesn't help, but also we're not in there. So yeah. you know, we don't know if it was really unsafe. I mean, it looked bad, but they're also designed. I mean, they, they train to make things look like they how, hurt more than they do. How many times have you, have I sat in a match and gone, man, I think Sasha might legitimately be hurt. Yeah. But right. she's not. She she's just not. knows how to sell it. She knows mm-hmm. how to land right to where she protects herself. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. So, so we don't know. Don't know. Have to wait and see where we're going with that. A lot of wait and sees came out of this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's not bad. No, I'm all right. Then. Again, when we don't know what's coming, that's when we enjoy it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So uh, the unknown definitely helps. Yeah. But uh, I guess I didn't spoil it. I don't think we'll see. What did you love this week? Okay, um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna do one quick one and then like a real one. I have to just say how happy I was on on Talking Smack just because Kayla interviewed Liv Morgan. Okay. I loved it. Well, I could barely even handle it. Um, But (laughs) beyond that, um, I saw a report of Jungle Boy, I guess, talking to Renee on her podcast or something Uh and um, talking about Christian and how uh, Christian has helped him understand things like um 
laying out matches and psychology and how before he admitted that his mentality, he was just 100% all about moves. And now with Christian being there, he's learning more about actual storytelling and psychology and the things that I talk about how much I love. And didn't I say that this was going to be Christian's best asset when Mm -hmm. he came to AEW was that very thing. And I loved seeing that he's doing it. He's following through on it. And I I, I loved it. Keep it up. That is awesome. And that's why why I'm so excited. I mean, not just for punk returning, but the potential of this kind of stuff that punk can impart to the younger generation of wrestlers there when Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson inevitably shows up the same thing. Cause we've said he he's all about putting over talent and helping them out and helping the business grow. And from that side of it. So yeah, no, that is phenomenal. I love that one for what you loved for me. It's Mark Henry. (laughs) Oh, Okay. It is definitely Mark Henry on Mark commentary Henry. on okay. Rampage. I did the line of the night. I loved it. It was during the alley and Ty Conti match. And at one point, like Ty Conte is having a little bit of a, a comeback and then Allie stops her and like screams or something. And Mark goes, Hey, you could teach karate, but you can't teach crazy. <laughs> something or karate. No, karate wins a lot of fights, but it does, but it doesn't beat crazy. I don't know, something like that. But it was hilarious. Okay, uh, all right. Can't teach karate, but it doesn't matter when your opponent knows crazy. That's ah, it okay. Um, but uh, it was just hilarious. Mark on commentary, I'm loving it, loving it. <laughs> Shout out to Mark Henry. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> that was what he was. <laughs> <laughs> and the father of uh, May Young's hand son. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one that we saw in, in the true match. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's our show, folks. That's it. Thanks for joining us this week. We will be back, of course, next week uh discussing all the stuff that happens at all in any crazy returns whatever what goes down on raw nxt smackdown stardom impact who knows we cover it all we try to anyway but thanks for joining us huh as much as we can as much as we can but uh, hey if you want to reach out again email us at pos wrestlecast (laughs) at gmail.com uh you can also find us on twitter at plus wrestlecast that's plus wrestlecast you can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. Find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy all in. And we will talk to you next week right here on Positively Wrestling. Matinee.